0: You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast Family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.
1: There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Waltz Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers!
0: Assemble.
2: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Marvel Tribe brought to you by Waltz Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. I'm Sam, and of course we have our very own blurred Hulk, David, with us. David, how oh, are yeah. you tonight?
1: Um I'm doing okay. <laughs> just got my second uh COVID vaccine shot, so yay me. And just getting just just getting over a little bit of the symptoms there.
2: You're powering through for us tonight.
1: Absolutely.
2: We are also joined by our friend Chris Alardi from Disney Done Differently. How are you, Chris?
0: Hello, everyone. I'm very honored to be here. I'm doing very well. I'm excited to, to be part with the two people I listen to most when I watch WandaVision, and then I wait to hear exactly what you two have to say about it.
2: Well, that's flattering. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Sean and Bill couldn't be with us tonight, but we're going to try and do it justice without them.
1: Absolutely.
2: So just a quick rundown. We are talking about episode seven this week. Holy cow. How are we on seven? And why are we not going to get more episodes after the season? Like, I just want more right now.
1: Yes, I'm I'm ready for every, every. I, I can't believe I've held out week after week. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been seven weeks. Um, but it has because Marvel doesn't, you know, release. well, actually six weeks. Sorry. Cause they released the first two episodes in one, in one week, but yeah, I, I want them all now. I understand where they're going from. I'm going to complain every week about this. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. I want it now.
2: Sean said something on the Disney beat this morning that really resonated with me. And he said the decision to release one episode a week keeps us talking about it longer and it keeps it in social media longer. So it causes more people to kind of jump in and, and follow along rather than giving us this two weeks where everybody's binge watching and then it's done. So I think it's a smart decision.
1: Absolutely. No, Disney not feeding into our addiction is the best medicine they can do for us. They're stringing us along and we're, and we're falling for the bait. So yeah, I, I applaud Disney. This is a very great tactic and stuff. I mean, I'm sure they looked at real data on Netflix binges and they made like, oh, when they released a new season of a new show, there you know, their thing spikes and then it drops off. How do we maintain that as high as possible? Well, let's you know, let's not give these addicts everything at once. Oh so, thanks Disney. Appreciate you. <laughs>
2: Make us fiend for it longer. Chris, do you exactly. have anything you want to say about that?
0: Sure. I, I always say that, you know, I always refer back to how, how they can control, you know, the anticipation. I refer to this situation with WandaVision with when I was a kid and watched Empire Strikes Back and Han Solo's in Carbonite. And then I had to wait three years <laughs> for the next movie. Right. So I think I could go a week.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I got to I got to watch those on VHS, so I was uh, I was lucky that I didn't have to wait three years. But I can't imagine.
2: Wow. I became a Star Wars fan a lot later in life. Like things were already on Disney Plus at that point, so like it was just in the past, you know, year and a half, and I got everything all at once, and it was great. <laughs> so maybe you guys should have taken after me. Just kidding. <laughs> so we're gonna do a quick rundown of Episode Seven. Um, very quickly, and then we're going to take it scene by scene and talk about what we notice, what we think. Oh, yeah. So this is post-Halloween where Wanda had to stretch that hack, So she kind of has that Halloween, I just used so much magic hangover type thing going on. She decides she needs a staycation and she's kind of like shooing the boys away as their games are changing. And Billy's complaining about his head hurting, um, head being loud and weird. Stuff all over the house is just glitching like crazy. We see that Hayward is planning an attack that he anticipates launching today. Vision wakes up. He's at the circus. He sees Darcy. He ends up waking her up with her memories. And they're running off. And she's filling him in on his whole life. So everything that... Hang on, guys. Sorry.
1: I don't say I called the Vision and and, uh, Darcy thing. So. I knew that was going to
2: happen, so. You did, yeah. yeah. He did. He said, he said, I already know that Vision and Darcy are going to connect, and Vision's going to wake her up. Yep. So then we see Wanda, you know, she's like, I need a staycation, and she's just depressed and telling the boys everything is meaningless. And Agnes shows up at the exact right moment to come take the boys off of depressed Wanda's hands so she can have mm. some alone time. <laughs> Monica and Wu are figuring out what Hayward was trying to do with Vision and how he was trying to weaponize him and kind of put him back online. And that's when we meet the team that is bringing the rover to try and help Monica get through the hex. And that rover does not get through the hex. That thing is spit out and. Monica decides she's going to run through it. And that's when we see her transformation into Photon, which was absolutely incredible.
1: Loved it.
2: Um, The first thing she does is she runs to find Wanda. And she has, you know, her conversation with Wanda. It seems like she's resonating with her a little bit. And Agnes shows up and sends her away and pulls Wanda into her house where Wanda realizes her boys are missing. And she goes down into the basement to look for them and starts noticing all of the witchy things down there. Mm -hmm. We get a confrontation between Wanda and who we now have clarification, for sure, is Agatha Harkness.
0: Oh yes.
2: Um, There was a depression commercial for Nexus, and um, basically we have a depressed Wanda who's not looking like she's on top of her game. And now there's Agatha Harkness, who has been manipulating things all along. She's admitting it to Wanda, and she's ready to show up, show out. Yep. What is everybody's initial thoughts of the episode?
1: Oh, man. I, I've i been waiting for a few. Uh, there's some payoffs here that I've been waiting for. One that t- it took longer which was the Ag- Agatha Harkness it, it was like we all knew I mean I, I don't think there was anyone who doubted who she was from the first put, episode yeah we we put it together it's like dude you're not fooling us Agnes really <laughs> oh, but, so yeah but so I, I wish that they could have paid that off earlier but I did like the way they did it and I love that fact she had her own theme theme song That show I have that important. theme song dude I actually want that theme song
2: you want it right here let's put <laughs> it in
1: put it on
0: Of everything. It's been Agatha all along. Who's been pulling every evil string? It's been Agatha all along. She's insidious. (laughs) So that you haven't even noticed. And the pity is the pity you.
2: anything now that everything has gone wrong it's an Agatha naughty Agatha it's Agatha all along and I killed Sparky too
1: <laughs> no not Sparky oh, well. goodness oh. Chris did,
2: did you have um, initial impressions of the episode overall what did you think of it
0: <laughs> it's uh... You know, the end of the episode takes on it's a completely different version of what we've watched the previous weeks. It's what we've wanted, but it's the build up. Um, I thought it was a great episode Uh, for me. It's the first time of a um, an origin story, if you think about it, being built within Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. Um, and that would be for Photon Spectra, whichever way you Mm want to go. Um, which I think was, you know, tremendous and that brought more people even into it. So I think they, they solved up the people that thought it was going too slow and it's full speed ahead in the next two episodes.
1: Oh yeah.
2: So let's talk about what I've been saying for the past few weeks. Who created the hex? Do we, do we have perm? Like do, are we set now? Like Wanda created it?
1: Nope. Nope, no. And I'm going to tell you, we'll tell you why. So, yes, she, she referenced that, you know, this uh, false reality. You know, she, she, she admitted she expanded the false reality. She didn't really say she created the false well, reality.
2: Well, she said that we created.
1: We, yes. yes. So, there's that we. And I. the fact that Agatha introduced herself to Wanda, nice to finally meet you, I, I don't think that was the we Wanda was talking about. So,. I don't think we know fully. Hasn't been fully. I think there's another baddie that is that is out there and stuff that we'll we'll, we'll meet here in the next episode or the season finale.
2: Okay, I mean I'm here for it. Let's start with just just give it to me. I say that every week. Um, let's start with the beginning. We have Wanda laying in bed. Anything we want to talk about in that first scene?
1: Well, so yeah, so I actually I love the fact that they 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 went with the um the kind of modern is it Modern Family? Is
2: it was like the, the Office, Modern office Family, and, modern and family. Happy Endings.
1: Well, I haven't seen Happy Endings. That I was like those. that
2: Wanda, 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 Wanda okay. vision being an afterthought.
1: Yeah, those that that was that was really great. I love the you know the breaking of the fourth the fourth wall, talking to the audience and stuff. You know. Case of the Mondays, yes, yes. So i I love that. I love the. It was it was such a a current mommy kind of when she flips, you know, off her bed sheets. You know, she's telling the kids like, "Hey, I, I'm (laughs) mommy's eyes are shut. I'm thinking here. Go, go do something. You got some distractions. You know, flips off her her blanket, and she's still in her." hangover <laughs> costume from Halloween and stuff and she's just like, ugh. So I I, I love I you, you see the 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 character acting in all the different seasons and stuff. And it's so like she doesn't act one way. It's like she kind of grows as um, you know, like she really embodied the role when it was the the Dick Van by Gleaver the Beaverish kind of mm-hmm. that mom. Or not mom at that time, but that that uh, woman era into where she is today and stuff. And I love watching that as you like, Oh, this is a new Wanda, but it's still, this is Wanda. So that was kind of cool.
2: This is Wanda. It's just her personality has progressed to, yes. to represent kind of, I mean, what we have now. And I will say as a mom, I have days where I'm like, Oh, just go do something. Like I just give me five more minutes. Like I'm just resting my eyes. I'm not sleeping. But seeing Wanda as a mom in this episode, like, it kind of upset me a little bit. And I know oh, I said that to you guys. Do, do tell. Like, okay, so Billy comes in and he's telling her, like, my head is hurting. And, you know, obviously he is an empath and he just got his powers last night and it's overwhelming and it probably hurts because there's so much suffering going on in Westview and he can feel that. Mm-hmm. And, like, for her to just blow him off and be like, resting my eyes i'm just like you're a mom you don't get to do that i don't care how you're feeling you could have 103 fever you're a mom you get up and take care of your baby Mm -hmm. i mean dads can usually stay in bed when they have 103 i'm just teasing
1: (laughs) dad was gone he went for milk and dad hasn't came back yet. yeah dad dad's not coming back uh (laughs)
0: well he's coming back
2: he's coming back with a darcy uh (laughs)
0: But it was said, Dad doesn't want to be here. I can't make him.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, but that and and that makes me sad too because she makes it seem like their dad doesn't want to be there.
1: Well, she's in her feelings right now. That's yeah. This is all. This is she is really. Yeah. Into she is the, the depressed. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she I think she really wanted. There's a few things. Um, beyond the fact that you know her husband is trying to escape i mean I would make anyone depressed i guess yeah um the reality of her brother not really being her brother i mean she was she was really holding on to that fake reality as much as she could till she couldn't anymore so that's depressing there's no real family there she has her twins you know that's great and stuff but the rest of the world is just kind of unraveling around her and stuff so
2: And I still like, I'm still like, she created this hex because she wanted this perfect life. Like she was part of that and she was enjoying this perfect life. And I think she kind of is at this point where she realizes it's not going to last. It's not going to work. It's going to fall apart. And she's coming to terms with that grief and she's finally deciding maybe I should just accept it. So it's like she's just starting the actual grieving process. Mm -hmm. So she's, she's. She's definitely depressed, but still, you don't get to tell your kids or anybody's kids that life is meaningless. That is not what a mama does.
1: <laughs> no, they do that inside, not inside voice, not not outside voice. Yeah. That's
2: yes, amazing. it broke my heart.
1: No, I get it. I, I do. I do. I think we all kind of, you know, it's one of those things like uh, Wanda's Wanda's a, a real flawed human being. We all are. And I think there's I'm I'm sure just like there's some parents who were kind of uh saw that and was like really Wanda? There's some other parents like I girl, I know I've I've been there. I may not mm-hmm. have done it the way you've done it. I may have like, you know, but I, I may have asked a couple more questions, but I I understand where you're going through. So I think she added that like we all kind of have to figure out this path of this world we live in. So for me that's that it, that seemed more more real. Like you get to see someone who's not perfect and who's not mm-hmm. operating at a perfect capacity or at even a good capacity, not perfect, just a good capacity.
2: I do have to give her a little bit of okay here because she's only been a mom for like 2 days.
1: <laughs> oh that's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> So maybe
2: I can't judge her that harshly, but yeah, I mean, that's not a long time to be a mom, but still it broke my heart to see. But like you said, she kind of has to have that outward expression because we can't visually see that expression if it's, if she's keeping it inside. So that makes sense. Chris, is there anything you want to add to that?
0: Just um, before the the kids come to come to her and that, the uh, reverse of the game controllers,
2: yes, and
0: you know, just why is it going backwards and <laughs> instead of progressing? The whole show is progressing, and now we're starting to see glitches of things re- regressing. And yes. uh, I thought that. So, what was do you think? Very- the,
2: what do you think the glitches mean, Chris?
0: Um, loss of control of uh, the reality that she's able to. I think she controls that sitcom style mm-hmm. while the Hex is growing and everything she did from it um, the night before. Um, I don't want to jump ahead, but I love that you can see the Hex now. Um, it's that dark red where before it was very translucent and uh, Jimmy Woo and they couldn't see the Hex. But um, I think it's her losing control of uh, of the reality, that she, the facade that she's put up. And that's why it's glitching.
2: Chris, what do you think? I mean, David, what do you think?
1: (laughs) Um, Along along, uh, similar lines and stuff, I I think that um, when when, when we first started, you know, the perfect world, it was, you know, the black and white, very simple, very, as far as power to create that false reality and stuff. And as we progress over the decades and stuff, it became more complicated you know, you, we had to introduce, you know, more people in the neighborhood, more uh, kids, you know, because Vision, where's the kids? So it became more and more complex and stuff. And then from that Halloween night where she just full tilted, just expanded the entire barrier and stuff by who knows how many miles out and stuff, I think it's, it's it was taxing on her power load and stuff. And so with that, it's you know it's almost like the matrix it's kind of trying to revert back to the simpler uh code version and stuff of things so she's seen some of like, that glitchiness that's happening like like crystal saying, it's kind of uh, around her and stuff so that's i think i think right we're in that mode where the power is very taxing um for for wanda and when you have a wanda who doesn't care it makes it even harder to maintain so
2: that was kind of where i was with it she just doesn't care she does not care mm-hmm. so it's like i spend all that extra energy right now i don't mm-hmm. really care it's not my perfect world anymore anyways yep. so does anybody want to talk about this scene where hayward is planning his attack is there anything i mean we don't really oh. have a lot from yeah. that
1: we still don't have the a full uh, grasp of, um, of his role. We do understand uh, through Project Cataract, he, he is, he, his main goal is to, is to capture vision. He wants vision as a sitian weapon of some sort for for what reasons, we don't know. I think that would be revealed, too. Um, we don't know if he's working for or with or if he's disguised as somebody, but we do know he's a baddie. Um, uh, but we don't know on the hierarchical uh, chain of you know what level of a baddie he is. But so all, all right now, all we know is he's planning on an attack that day. So episode nine is going to continue, you know, with, within the same day. <clears throat> and yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. We don't have any details of what that attack is going to look like. So
2: what we can infer though, is jumping ahead just a little bit, obviously, Wanda is going to have some kind of battle some kind of something with Ooh, yes. Agatha. And now there's something with Hayward going on too. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be fighting on multiple fronts in the coming episodes.
1: No, absolutely. And
2: she's already taxing her power. Mm-hmm.
1: So Oh, yeah, I'm I'm at I'm at the point where I'm playing like kind of um superhero bad guy roulette and stuff like cuz now we have we have Proton I'm sorry. We have Photon. Proton. We, have, we have Photon. We have Vision. Uh, we do have Darcy. I still do not think and, and I'm, a lot of people uh, I heard in the comments and in some of the forums about, um, you know, Monica was supposed to go meet this aerospace engineer. And there was this big letdown with uh, uh, Colonel Gooden, Gooden, Goodner. Goodner. Yeah, that I don't think that was the person designed that, who designed that thing. So
2: After we chatted, I think that the aerospace engineer sent the Air Mm -hmm. Force to deliver it to Monica.
1: Yeah, yep, yep, I think so too. I think it was delivered uh, by a trusted um, in-between, which was Goodner. Um, so that's why Monica was like, oh, Goodner, you know, like, hey, thank you for your loyalty. It's not just your mom I'm loyal to and stuff. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think it was like, oh, cool. We got, I got what I want. Also got uh, from, you know, a, 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 a loyal in between and stuff. I think we will see who that person is. I'm still rooting for, for Bashar. So, uh, you know, uh, Blue Marvel, that would be amazing.
2: I am still has- rooting for Sue.
1: <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, trust me, I'm okay with any of the Fantastic Four and stuff. But I'm—I I would love to see Blue Marvel and stuff. Um, you know, I mean, he's—he's he's a military guy and very much a power—a uh, powerful being, which also ties in the internals and and Strange and a whole bunch of other other mm-hmm. um, um, you know uh, phases and stuff that we're going to see, including you know America Chavez and every everyone else. So, so but we don't know. So I think I think that's still going to be revealed. I don't think uh, Goodner was the the reveal. Um, if so, they hyped it up very much purposefully, like with the cryptic. So I don't think Marvel, you know, that was not the payoff. So that's coming. people, don't don't worry about that.
2: Yeah, we're still going to get something. So let's talk about the circus, Vision <laughs> waking up Darcy
1: so i i called this i i you know we saw we saw vision being torn apart and stuff and they just left Archie handcuffed to the sword uh vehicle i'm like you gotta be what, what okay guys just so she could get swallowed up by the hex you know while hayward and all his merry men his clowns just try to disappear So as the Hex expanded, obviously, you know, they restored Vision because he's now inside the Hex and it was started transforming everyone into, you know, everything that's soaring into the circus and everyone into a bunch of clowns. Uh, And Darcy was kind of a a, a ringmaster. She was the,
2: the strongest woman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, some, yeah, with the chains and everything and stuff. And the well, escape I, I, artist. Escape the escape
2: artist. artist. Yeah. She's like Harry Houdini. Yes,
1: that's but right. can
0: she escape the hex?
1: Which, which is, I actually thought that actually does fit her more because she likes to break into things and she can figure stuff out. So yeah, that is kind of is befitting for her to be the escape artist and stuff. But I love the whole like the vision and her, that that feedback. I was like, I knew I knew that that those two were going to link up. That's how they're going to kind of figure things out. And he did the whole like the I, like, hey, we connected, we bonded. And stuff. yeah,
2: and I she's she's thinking they they might have linked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, like okay, creeper, <laughs> I'm done. I love I I, I, lo- I love her character. She's she's just amazing and so. stuff. But he was persistent, and you know he you know he. Touched her, woke her up and stuff and he's like, Oh, great. I'm you know, I you know, I kinda always wanted to be in this show, but man, that sucked. <laughs> so kinda hinting to how you know how horrible it is to have your mind kind of you know, overridden or whatever it is that they're going through.
2: And Control, stuff. yeah.
1: Controlled, yep. But Oop. I do okay. have to say I love the fact that um uh, they did some kind of like cool little Easter eggs and stuff. They did an Easter egg for a uh, century. For those who don't know, he's kind of the uh, uh, Marvel equivalent to Superman and stuff. He has a big S on his uh, belt, and so that was the strong man, the guy there who was the sword agent. He also, was a dirt in, the, in, the, in uniform as well too. And then they did a little in the background of I thought it was the Dark Phoenix Jean Grey with you see the the fire and the mm-hmm. phoenix and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. I love the fact that uh, Darcy um, got to actually be involved with some action because, you know, as you guys know, when Monica and Wu, they were taking out sword agents and stuff. She was like, hey, you didn't let me in on the plan. Like, what was going on? Well, here she got to take out a sword agent. on her. She actually knocked out the, our broke guys knows, the guy's nose of the strongest guy, you know, in the carnival there and stuff. So I thought that was cool. She finally got to see some action and stuff.
0: There's a couple of Easter eggs that I loved in in that scene. Um, I don't know which order, but when she's in the truck with Vision and the key is on the Hula Girl,
1: mm-hmm. if you
0: watch Shield, there's a they always showed that that figure, and I was like, okay, oh. and that's when I just started going down the tunnel of Easter eggs. Um, the, the deepest one, which. This is why I probably need help after the show is over. Um, the license plate on the red truck says APX on it. Okay. And um, the comic book Life I Live, uh, Avengers 9 and X-Men 9 um, is a big tie-in of where the Avengers and X-Men meet, and they fight. Uh, you know, it, oh, it, right. it goes into the – I don't want to say Mephisto. It goes into darker – uh, people wonder man dies in that episode in that issue so but i'm back
1: <laughs> no, i i i love those and stuff. i love having another comic geek on here and stuff uh, i mean we, we all saw a stanley's birthday you know on the license mm-hmm. in, in the intro and stuff that was that was befitting i was actually wondering in the back of my mind i don't want to speak anything into existence if they were going to maybe digitally do a cameo for Stan. I mean, he's been a part of every thing and I don't know how they were going to do it, you know, post, you know, post his passing and stuff, but you know, a tribute to his birthday works for me and stuff. It's still recognition that, you know, as for, I think,
0: I think a big thing that a nod to Stan and Jack Kirby is the evolution of Agatha. I mean, you're talking about a character that was created in the '70s, and you know, Fantastic Four, and you know, your your average fan doesn't really follow her that much. And this show has put her the lead. I mean, of yes. course, Wanda and Vision, but she's the lead now of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it's just, it's, it was genius. I mean, from in the comics, we know she was Wanda's mentor, and she wasn't always Wanda's bestie. You know, she didn't have problems telling her when she needed to step down or like, if she had to step away from her, like she didn't have a problem not being who Wanda needed her to be. And I mean, that's what we're seeing right now. And there's a very dark past in Agatha's life. There are some, Mm -hmm awful things that happened to her and it explains kind of why she is the way she is and maybe we'll get some of that in the coming episodes i don't know
1: Yeah, i, I honestly i don't think we're done seeing her one i don't think wandavision is her in uh, i'm gonna put that out there i think honestly uh when i, when I First, start putting together that Agnes was um, uh, Agatha Harkness. I was like uh, the casting because you know I was expecting kind of more of a more grandma-ish looking lady. But man, Catherine Kahn, she's I I love her. She's she's she she has a perfect balance of comedic timing and just uh, presence and stuff. Like I I liked her when uh, my favorite movie of all time is Step Brothers. She do know, and she plays uh, the the brother's wife who hates the brother, but's in love with mm-hmm. the other brother and stuff. And it's it's a little too crude for our our show, but she's hilarious in it and stuff. And so yeah, Catherine Conn was perfect casting, and I think it would be a big big misstep if they they don't have plans for Agatha in in future iterations in the next phase here and stuff. So,
0: I Definitely. hope we get to see
1: some more backstory and everything else and stuff. I, I don't know if we'll get much of the origin or, or back as to motivations and stuff. Maybe we will in the next few episodes, but we, we may not. So
2: I'm, I know that most of, uh, most of us have changed our mind about Mephisto being involved, but I am, back to it. I'm still sticking with, there's a Mephisto involvement. And cool. I, um I think, think that it's going to come through the tie-in with her son, who who was, we talked about that with um, Sean Nyberg a little bit, but I was not even thinking about Nick being her son. I just remembered there was a son, and he ended up becoming close to Mephisto, so I said, okay, well, maybe she needs to... Used two other children to get her son. Get
1: Nicholas Scratch back. So. Get
2: Nicholas Scratch from Mephisto. Mr. Scratch. Uh,
1: well, let's talk about that then. Oh, So.
2: I didn't even put that together, David, until you just said it right now.
1: So there's two things about that. About that. So Mr. Scratchy, the bunny rabbit, which is her <laughs> her bunny rabbit. It could be there's there's a couple things. Her bunny rabbit could be here familiar. All, all witches have a familiar... Mm-hmm. It's not... She doesn't have a bunny rabbit in the comic books and stuff. Um, but it also because of the name, um, it could be one of two things. So, for those who don't know, um, Old Scratch is actually the name... Is a, is a name for Mephisto. And Nicholas Scratch is actually her son, who's also a warlock um, in the comic books and stuff. So, it could be a reference to either one of those are, I mean, so yeah, it could be the familiar, it could be her familiar, it could be the sun, or it could be Scratch, Old Scratch, which is Mephisto, so yeah, it's a, po- it's a possibility. They can go either way. I think the story would be more dramatic if it is the sun. It kind of forces us to still, for those who just, who likes Agatha, to continue to like her, it kind of explains her bad. You know like she's forcing she's being forced to kind of
2: it gives us
1: it gives us permission sy- empathy to
2: empathy like and sympathy yeah yeah
0: okay i have to ask because david you're the only person who's going to be able to answer this Maybe. if it is if it is her son then does that lead into the salem seven
1: good um so it <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay i like you chris so <laughs> I, uh, if it does, so here's what I'm saying: they have not announced any storyline in the next phase, which doesn't mean anything because Kevin, you know, Kevin Feige is always very, he's very secretive about things, especially he'll tell us stuff that has been long rumored. But we won't see anything in regards to that in Doctor Strange two, I believe. Uh, we could see some in Captain Marvel. Um, which I know we're going to see more photon uh, story, and but you could be on to something because if there is, if if it if it is his, if it is her son, I guarantee you there's another Marvel movie or another Marvel show that is going to be coming out. I I will put money on that.
2: <clears throat> I would love 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 if we got something with Nicholas Scratch, but I still want them to use the guy that played nicholas scratch in the chilling tales of, or the chilling adventures of sabrina because i loved him
1: so was a beautiful so the, man <laughs> so i never so i never seen the sabrina but i so i was i i was battling a fever and some delirium when i got this in my messenger and stuff about is nicholas scratch the same as the is the sabrina one and and i was kind of I mean, it's the same same name, same title, same um, almost everything.
2: very similar very, back very similar
1: backstories. As I dug deeper and stuff, but and Archie ends Archie Comics, which is the owner of the Sabrina. Of Sabrina the, yeah, the entire uh, storyline for Sabrina um, does have a partnership with uh, Marvel, so. It could very well be the same. Nickel Scratch It's really weird because I'm not aware of any licensing. I tried to look up a licensing deal or anything. All I could find was the partnership and stuff for their distribution for, for their for their uh, comics, um, their comic runs. So I don't. This is a this is a mystery to me. So,
2: so in Sabrina, the the Netflix show, he's her boyfriend. And he is actually working with the devil um, because the devil is her father. So he is trying to get her to choose to be part of her father again. Oh. So to me, it was if Nick is with Mephisto and he's trying to help Mephisto reclaim his soul fragments, mm. which are the boys.
1: Boys, twins.
2: So my mind kind of went that way. Um, so thanks, Sean Nyberg, for putting that in my head. <laughs> um, I, I thought it could be a possibility. So let's talk like about it. it. We're, I mean, I like the, it. the boys are gone. The boys are gone. We don't know where they are. I have two possible theories.
1: Now your daughter has a really interesting theory.
2: Oh, well, here, let's play Haley's video. Um <laughs> I apologize for my daughter in advance.
1: <laughs> no, never. This is awesome.
2: <laughs> She's a bit dramatic, so I'll play that now. It was cool. You thought it was a little creepy too, right? Yeah. Why was it creepy? I don't know. What part was creepy? The, the girl took her, mag- magic her. Oh, she took her with the magic? Yeah. Oh. So do you think Wanda is good or is Wanda bad?
1: she's good
2: she's good yeah do you think that agnes was controlling her the whole time who agatha do you think agatha was controlling wanda the whole time no you don't no just a little bit or the whole time a little bit just a little bit um what do you think happened to the kids i don't know
0: maybe she ate them
2: you think agatha harkness ate the kids
0: yeah
1: they cut their heads off oh my gosh Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you want me to stop?
2: No. Um, do you think Vision and Darcy are going to help Wanda?
0: Well, no, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> she is something else. Oh, gosh. She took her heads off and ate them. I love it. That's awesome. Oh,
2: gosh. Yes, that's my
1: child, everybody. Soon to be five years.
0: You're doing a good job.
1: She's already oh, got goodness. her opinions. Hey, she may have a, a future movie writing, so because I, I like I like her version. So it has the sinister side of things. It
2: does. So here's my thing. It could either be very, very, very dark, which I secretly want, or they kept it safe for TV. So one my first, this is what I kind of want to see, even though it's going to make me sound demented. The boys were just fed to that dark old book we saw. <laughs> to be reignited with a demon on the other side. I'm still going to go with Mephisto. Or two, when they realized that Agatha was not up to anything good because she is empty inside. Or she's quiet inside. Um they Tommy zoomed them out of there, and she had to grab Wanda and bring her back inside to her house and she has to take Wanda before maybe she was ready to take her because the boys might get to her first so this that's my safer TV concept, but I really kind of hope the boys were just fed through the dark holes sorry
1: <laughs> so I I agree. I... I think along along those lines. In fact I so I think something happened that a lot of I think we we missed that was the setting event. So I I I was talking I was talking this over in a few forums and stuff, and a lot of people were going with that, you know, Agatha was just waiting to you know, for Wanda to have her mental break so she can take the boys and stuff. And what I was thinking and after I rewatched the episode I'm really thinking this is what happened. She wasn't waiting for Wanda to have a mental break. She was waiting for the boys to have get their powers. And she knew um Tommy had had his power and stuff. Uh but it wasn't until Billy mentioned, you know, and you know when they're sitting on her couch and he's petting you know, senior scratchy and stuff. And
2: she she's says, like, Penny, for like your thoughts. Yeah.
1: And she was like, I, he's like, I like it here. It's, it's quiet. And she looks at him and she's like, You're quiet on the inside. And that put, that whole puzzling thing was not, it was, it was drawn on her for a moment. Like it was, it was held for a long while. She's looking and kind of and reacting to what he was saying and stuff. It wasn't like she was being taken out of character. Like she was like, Oh, you're, you guys are ready. Like that's she was waiting for that moment till the twins have their power because the twins are some of the are some of the strongest creations in you know in this universe right now that Wanda was able to create and we don't know who the other part of that DNA is, but she was waiting for that power to take take hold, which it did. She got what she needed. And then that's I'm sure'll we'll, that'll get filled in, in in the next episode, the next uh, episode as to that, as, that that piece of it, but that's what I'm speculating. The trigger was when he said that that was the setting events of what happened down in the basement and stuff.
2: So what do you think happened in the basement then?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> the the theory is that that is a dark hold book. We, we don't really know for sure. Has not shown its presence outside of, um, I, I think a little bit in the chill, which I haven't seen, yeah, it was in, I shield. The, yeah, I haven't seen the series in shield, so I don't know what that book looks like. And then
2: Ghost Rider
1: and Ghost Rider ish, there's ish, yes, yeah. so it could be if you know the the you know the, the book of sins, this is the big daddy, um, book that you know gives those two hold it uh, amazing powers, um, for. All for all kinds of types of evil stuff, which it makes like sense it to,
2: created guess, uh, vampires. <laughs>
1: yep, oh, yeah, it brought forth some of the darkest stuff you've seen in the Marvel Universe. Um, you know, um, Doro, Doro Mamu wanted this book bad, um, on top of just consuming our world. Which actually, there's a theory that we may there might be even the Doro Mamu reference, which would tie into Doctor Strange too, because there's no more affinity stones technically. And the only thing that kept him at bay from, I mean, after this this universe, this world, was Affinity Stones. He didn't want to tangle with Doctor Strange again and stuff. So, but
2: Dormammu is be- also connected to Nick Scratch as well.
1: Yes, yes he is. Oh, look at you, check. You, you want to tell them how they're connected? Or?
2: Well, was he? oh Hang on. They he was kind of like wand. Like what? Agatha is to Wanda, right? Was he like his mentor?
1: Oh, this is the first time where I'm going to say, and the only reason why I passed it back to you, because this is the first time I actually don't know. I, I will get back. I will have to get back to everyone. And I will Hang on, this. I, let me look it up. Oh, she, she, power of the internet and stuff. <laughs> but yes, this one does stop me. I know there is a connection. I'm just not sure what their relationship uh, is. If she's a student, people, mentor, Mr. Dark Arts stuff there. Do you Chris?
0: I, I'm not I know the connection to Doctor Strange but to mm-hmm. Nicholas Scratch I don't know that one. Um, I really think the the kids disappearing is more of the Wanda um that house of M style where she's not thinking of them they're not mm-hmm. there. They're not there. And um you know the the Cicada on the <laughs> on the blinds, on the on the curtains. Mm-hmm. Um there's, you know, I, <laughs> you can dive into so many different ways. Is that oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. rebirth? Is that the, you know, is that Mephisto? Is it it's so much. Oh yeah. But yeah. then of course if you the basement, the actual um, when you're watching it, the the ratio of yep. that it's filmed. <laughs> gets TV larger.
1: Aspect.
0: Yep. Yeah, the aspect. That's it. And, and, and I think where the only question I have with that is remember the beekeeper goes underneath um, into the sewer. In the sewer. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the hex goes all the way down mm-hmm. technically. But in the basement it's almost like that's outside of the hex or the real world feel.
1: I like the way you think.
0: And yeah. or is that a connection to another dimension or something like that? Because you got the lights, you got the you know, there's there's that basement is a whole nother level that doesn't fit within Westview, New Jersey. <laughs> so
2: yeah, I th- what is happening down there?
1: I think I think that that basement is the source of of the hex and everything above it is under that hex there uh so i agree with you that's why when you go into it the aspect ratio change which i'll I'll always let the audience know that we're now in the real reality not the false reality so when she did go down in her and you as you brilliantly brilliantly saw that it changed as she was moving into that into that creepy a witchcrafty room and stuff and yeah it did change this is the reality piece um what i did notice and i have to go back and i need to be i need to be confirmed uh, just to make sure um that goes along with what you said was we got a uh a, a post-credit scene and in the post-credit scene which was happening above ground with with uh, monica the aspect ratio didn't go back to the original ratio it stayed in that reality ratio so i don't know if if you know if it's because of the the uh, dungeon area, i guess is is below the hex point where you know everything above it is at or from this point forward, you know the 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 ish got real and Everything became. Everything is now. we operating in reality now, and stuff. And the false uh, reality meets the real reality, and stuff. Now, so I, I don't. I don't know. But I didn't see the ratio change back when you got that post credit scene. So,
2: okay, I'm yeah, ready to go. Now, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead, Chris.
0: Because what you were saying with the post credit, then you think about it. You have you have uh, Monica, but Pietro is. <laughs> Who
1: <laughs> Snoopers and snoop. Snoopers gonna Snoop.
2: So I'm going to go back to Scratch Nicholas Scratch and Dormammu for a second because I just read something that has got my mind spinning. Hmm. So after the whole New Salem thing happened and the Avengers had to come and basically fix everything going on in Centerville in the comics, hmm. um, Patsy Walker. Realizes that Nicholas Scratch is behind all of this. And he had, like, kind of recreated the town as an amusement park. Which kind of reminded me of, like, a circus a little bit. Yeah. And it was, like, America's heartland next door. And so, basically, she accused him of working with Mephisto... Um, to make all of this happen. And he said, actually, it's Dormammu who is my true leader. But he does end up going down to hell and forming a bond with Mephisto and working with Mephisto after that. Uh, but okay. Dormammu was like his original, like a cult leader type yeah. thing.
1: Well, this could absolutely, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, they, they really pumped up the Dr. Train to, to connection, and we know Dormammu. Who is? I'm, I'm gonna say he's one of the most underrated big baddies and stuff there is. You know, I mean, a, a Sand the Gauntlet and in the Infinity Stones. He was the the most vicious bad guy that there was. And to think that, the, granted, he made a deal with uh, Doctor Strange, but that deal was held in place by the Infinity Stones, which in this current realm is, you know, as far as we know, not non existence and stuff. So he doesn't have to keep he's a bad guy. He doesn't have to keep a deal. Especially if you don't have any way to enforce it. So there could be a tie in with, with him. I'm starting to think that's a possibility, but I don't wanna keep I mean we're we're on the yeah. pistol and that hasn't paid off yet. Right. Um Nightmare as I rewatch things I'm like, yeah, that's a possibility. Everyone's in the trance, kinda awake and sleep and stuff. Um you know and now no, I'm like, well there's a Dormammu connection and stuff and we got the dark hold and the book and, and yeah. everything else. So I, I don't know. There's a lot
2: going on. Let's talk about the commercial because David mm,
1: The Nexus you
2: yes. So the Nexus, David you brought up the Nexus connection. Yes.
1: So so the Nexus is kind of like um I, I to dumb it down is like the hallway to the multiverse and stuff. There's this realm, the space that exists that you can be inside of and go in between. That kind of binds all the the multiverses together. Um, so the nexus is very critical to what's going on here, and we're absolutely, I guarantee you, they do. This is not by mistake. We're going to see uh, the multiverse is going to be. Uh, cracked open like you would like you would a a, a pill and and stuff and and things are going to happen
2: so you pointed out to me in a chat earlier this week that wanda and agatha harkness are both nexus beings
1: yes so. so
2: what that means is they are the anchor points for their dimension they are basically where time and space and everything in their dimension is controlled around them being the anchor point. Two nexus beings cannot be in the same dimension together. So unless one of them is a projection. So my thought is with Agatha Harkness being quiet inside is that perhaps she is not there physically. Perhaps it's an astral projection because she has a witch so she could do that. You could do that, yes. Um, because there wouldn't really be a way for her and Wanda to be in the same dimension together and not have chaos happening, right? The
1: breaking rules, yes, yeah, yes, and yes, they they would absolutely be breaking breaking rules and stuff, and they would have to deal with people like the time variant and uh, yes, and the tribunal. I mean, you're you you, you can't a nexus being absolutely their their whole purpose they exist on all all the planes like you may get a plane where iron man doesn't exist and you will have another plane where there's a bad iron man and you'll have a
2: -hmm.
1: a, a nexus being is consistent that's what makes them actually the most one of the most powerful as beings and they're also these nexus beings are created with, with the big boom where the uh the same time that these um uh, the affinity stones and, and the all the cosmic powers and stuff. This mm-hmm. is why when she got put in front of cosmic powers and stuff, she got her her power got illuminated, I guess is the best way to say it. You she know, was like it,
2: supercharged. It,
1: it, yes, supercharged and stuff. And so and she and she's been around the affinity gauntlet um and it's gone off a couple times for her to really Really, kind of for that to take hold, but she is actually a, a Nexus being, which makes her extremely powerful and stuff. Um, now, with with that said, I I agree. I think that could be so. It's it's good. It goes one or two ways. So Marvel doesn't have to stick to canon when it comes mm-hmm. to the comic books and stuff. So it could be that uh, Agatha is blocking purposely. She doesn't want you know him to read her mind or anything, but. I also that would disprove dispel my theory that she doesn't know that he doesn't have any powers yet. Oh, so she so your theory would be kind of more correct. It's is in alignment with mine. She's astral projecting herself so there isn't really anything he can't read anything because there's nothing there's nothing there to read. So
2: I think that she is trying to get Wanda to go into the other dimension to rescue her boys she's trying to get Wanda to figure that out and of course Wanda's going to do that and I think she's going to need help from Vision and Darcy and Photon and whoever our astro engineer is to figure out how to get into that dimension and then once she does we have two Nexus beings in the same dimension and then we have Wanda who is responsible for causing the tear in the multiverse because mm-hmm. Agatha forced her to do so.
1: That yes, is, I, that's
2: where I'm going.
1: I like, I like that theory. What well, about you, Chris? Yes.
0: So I'm going to go a different way. On that Nexus um, in the commercial, um, it's 10.3 milligrams. Okay? Mm-hmm. 103. Um, where Vision works, the address is 103. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what's 103, right? I have to look it up. And 103 refers back to the Avengers issue where um, Wanda or Scarlet Witch, um, Quicksilver is kidnapped and the Avengers have to team up to get him back. So Quicksilver is, it appears in you know the end of Pietro. Is it really him? It's not him. I don't know if it's just a nod to say thank you for giving us a written script, basically. Mm-hmm. But I keep seeing little Easter eggs and then I have to convince myself which now I have to do something else because it was wait till this show comes out, <laughs> but now I'm here live and I'm like, oh my god, Mardamo Now I got to go down that hole. <laughs>
1: no, it's it's hard. It's hard for us, uh, especially comic book heads, to not go down the rabbit holes and stuff uh, because sometimes it, it, it's just what it is. It's just a nod And hey, mm-hmm. here's a reference, and you know, like you know, a tip of the hat and stuff. You help write, basically, this story, so we're going to reference, you know, pieces and stuff. And then there's some, like, real meaning, like, hey, this actually is going to be connected to this and stuff. (laughs) Pay attention. So we get both of those, and they don't, there's no delineation between what is what. So we end up going crazy, going through rabbit holes, trying to figure it out.
2: It's so hard for me because I'm always the one who's like, I just want them to just stick to the canon. Just like, give me what the comic books, please. Like, I want to see it. And then when it's not, I'm the one who's sitting here like, why can't they ever just give me what I want? I, I, see, I,
0: love I say the, that every week. Well, I you know, love you guys friend. mentioned about, I'm sorry, Reed Richards, right? If, it, if it's him and then the tie into Fantastic Four. And then, you you know, I put on my business hat and I think about it. How are they going to approach it? You know, this all started with... A Iron Man movie, a Captain America movie, and then they built the team of the Avengers to create for a team right out of the gate is, I think, much harder to do, to come right out of this, to be Italian.
1: Oh, yeah. But oh, what do I know? You, yeah, no I, no, I agree. I, I think what, what we're going to see are the original Iron Man was an experiment. It it really was. It, this was a this was actually an experiment on all fronts. So uh, it was Captain the, America. From the script to yeah. the money to everything and stuff. So they really wanted to um, test the waters. Mm-hmm. I think if they if they knew they could re- put uh, something like Iron Man up and build it the way they want with absolute fan base and success, we would have even more built into it and stuff. So I, I think in the, in the, in the vein of, of what they did with Iron Man, what they're doing to kick off Phase 4 is re- re- they're going to do the things they couldn't do with Iron Man. They now have that built-in fan base and they also know that it, that fan base is willing to go through the ringer to look for those Easter eggs because they know it's a part of the... They, they expect those uh, mid-credit, after-credit scenes. they they And they... And, I mean, it's their it's, it's their way of talking to us. So when you have that kind of communication with your fan base, they could absolutely put somebody in. It's like, there's there's your Reed Richards and stuff, and then that is their that.
2: way of breaking down the fourth wall for us.
1: Yep. They're
2: so, us. Um, Bill couldn't be here with us tonight, but he did want me to ask you, David, about the Mordo scene in Doctor Strange at the, okay. the post credit scene,
1: yeah,
2: and to ask if you think Mordo could possibly be hot, be behind um, what's happening.
1: Yeah, he, he could be. He could be a part of, he can be a part of uh, uh, Mephessah's little leg- legions um uh, I forgot the name of the, their group and stuff, um, but he, he is a part of he is a part of their group. He he got dissuaded by the the straight and narrow, and he's his mission is now to destroy all sur- sorcerers. So the best way he knows he's not stupid. mortal knows he can't do it by himself. He's not a he he's no match for the sorcerer supreme. But he do know who is. You do know how to reach people who can do that. And so I'm, I'm, I it would, it, I wouldn't put it past um, them to make it so there's a situation where he struck a deal, So he can get what he wants and they'll get what they want. He doesn't care. He wants all sorcerers to be gone. And the only one who could do battle that in mortals, mind, mortals mind would be Mephisto. Um, or dormamu um, dormamu you know. yeah so yeah I think Adil, he could absolutely be a part of part of this which'm a... in... oh,
0: sorry
2: no I was gonna say was that Lee like lesion accursed like
1: yes yes the offenders yes. Yes. okay
0: which leads into the Nexus and the Nexus goes into the time variance right and then that ties into Loki so there's so what hexagon. we're
2: what we're trying to tell y'all is that there are still fifty different storylines that could be happening here, and we just gotta sit back and strap in for the ride.
1: Absolutely, and and just also a side note: Adam Bashir, who's Blue Marvel, he's also friends with uh with uh um, Namor the Submarine Mariner. And we know how Blue I feel Marvel's, about that. His yeah, his base is in the is in the. Uh, is in the uh, the, what's the trench called that's um, underwater? Um, Mar-
2: uh, Mariana. Yes,
1: the Mariana Trench is where Blue Marble's uh, ba- headquarters is, and so him and Namor are like friends, friends and stuff, and so there's... I mean, there's all kinds of different ways that this could be tied. I mean,
2: you know how badly I want that Namor connection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which that would then tie in... It has to tie in Black Panther too, and stuff, and so...
2: But I was trying to get Sue to get that connection too, because I just want more girl power. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm, but- I'm open to it all. Trust me, let the theories come and bring bring it out. Do we do we want to let our fans know about the the uh, page we set up and stuff so they can interact with us? The
2: yes, so. We do have a new Facebook group that is connected to the Waltz Apartment podcast and all of our podcasts. It is called Waltz Apartment Behind the Lamp. So it is pinned right at the top of the Waltz Apartment podcast page. Please come join us. We're having lots of fun. The group is growing. It's very interactive. You can just talk to us, hang out with us. Um, you know, we're going to be posting. You can ask questions and. Just, just come hang out with us. It's fun. Um, any final thoughts? Anything else anybody wants to say about the show? This week's um, episode.
1: I, I, I'm, I love the origin stories for Monica Rambo, The photon. It's amazing the way they did the fact that how her eyes glow is how she's seeing the different spectrums of energy and stuff. Um, including the magic. The magical, I'm assuming that's why her eyes were glowing purple. Wasn't because, um, you know, um, Agnes or Agatha was putting that uh, hex on her. She was actually seeing that spectrum that of magic and stuff. That's why her eyes were purple. So, for anyone out there, because I've heard, had a lot of like, oh, Agnes cast a spell on Wanda. I'm like, no, they would actually show that. That wouldn't have been just like, bam, there it is and stuff. So, re- I really think it's, it's kind of feed for us. Like we see um, Wanda when she does her magic, it um, it's red, you know, Agatha's is, is, is the purple um, with uh photon or, or Monica. She kind of has this chameleon kind of like, she sees a different spectrum. So her eyes kind of glows to that. So we'll see, we'll see that interpretation. I think that's all that is. This is kind of showing us a little bit about what's going on with, with Monica. So,
0: and she had an amazing superhero landing
1: after okay. Wanda tossed them. <laughs> all, all I can see is Deadpool just, you know, jumping for glee every time she's stuck. a yes. landing and stuff.
2: Nice. Oh, I loved her transition. Her transition from Monica into Photon
1: mm-hmm.
2: when she's, you know, going through the hex, and you can hear Nick Fury, and you can hear Carol Danvers, and you can hear her mom Maria. It's just wow. Wow, like you see all of this happening, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then you see her just come out of the hex, and then she rips off that, you know, astronaut-type suit she had on, and she's already, like, in her photon gear, and you're like, this is epic. This is enough for me.
1: So I want to be the first to say I actually had another I called it moment and stuff with that when she was walking through the hex. I posted a little snippet of the video when I was rewatching Captain Mar- uh, Marvel to our group of them sitting at the dinner table, and Nick Fury saying, "When you glow like your Aunt Carol, um, you know, you, then you can, you know, go up and meet your mom halfway and all that stuff." And I thought the way he said that, I was like, "Oh, that has to be a part of this." I didn't know how. I just knew we were going to get Photon and because of that, and then the fact that that very line from that snippet of the video I posted was in there when she was going through, I was like, "Oh, dude, I, I, I love this. This is this is awesome and stuff. So it, it makes definitely. it all worth it. It makes all the digging and countless hours of rewatching <laughs> videos worth it, so. it."
2: Does Chris? Do you have any final thoughts?
0: Um, listen, I mean, WandaVision is great and definitely holds me at the edge of the seat every week, but, uh, as much as I enjoy it and dig without this show, I, I need this for the closure <laughs> and, uh, to right, get the so. answers. Um, it's been a pleasure this evening to be able to talk to you guys instead of talking at my phone or my computer when I listen to the show. Um, but, uh, you know, Bill on the show and, and, uh, David, uh, you guys, you guys kill it, Sam. I'm blown away with the knowledge. Um, I, I had a friend growing up that, uh, that was what we did was talk about comic books, and uh, and she's a little with us, but uh, I always feel now you've replaced her. So, yeah, um, thank you, and I'm honored that Sean asked me to come on because I'm just some comic book nerd. We were happy to have you.
2: <laughs> anytime, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just gotta say this, Sam. Um, I come on confident with my with my theories, and then I hear yours, and I'm like, oh shoot, I can't tell you how many times I flip my theories based off of something you 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 caught, or you interjected and stuff. I'm like, oh well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That they're, well, it's funny throw that, because throw that away.
2: I do that with you too when we're having our chats. I'm like, I, I'm so sure of something, and then you'll say something, and I'm like, oh wait. Wait, I didn't even explore the Nexus. yes, so I mean I feel the same way. We just we just have a lot of fun. Chris, do you want we are so glad you joined us tonight. You, you yeah, have, like awesome, reasons. yeah. yeah, I would say tell us where we can find you.
0: Thank you. So uh, Disney done differently on YouTube. Um, it's a just a simple uh, cooking some Disney food uh, in a fun way. And that drops on YouTube every Wednesday and uh, Disney done differently on Facebook. same name. And uh, you know, I thank uh, you guys. But I'm also the official uh, food correspondent of the Airbnb Disney podcast with Bill. Awesome. In yes, awesome.
2: it's a great show. If you guys haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, make sure you go subscribe. I think that's all we have for you guys tonight. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Marvel Tribe.
1: See you guys next week.